Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of season four. If you've just joined us, I'm Robin of Etta Tired Witch on Instagram, and I'm joined by the beautiful Maria of Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Hello. <laughs> Hello. For those of you who uh, are just tuning in this time, we'd like to take a moment to shout out our Patreon and everybody who is in it. We had some feedback from people that they were struggling to find the Patreon link via our website. So I made it in big red background. I've moved it to the top. It's also in the menu now. So if you are somebody who would like to support the podcast by joining us on Patreon, it should be a lot easier to find now. Um, so you can just go to coffeeandcauldrons.com and you can look for the giant red bar. <laughs> um, you literally just have to scroll down like half a second. It's huge. It's red. It says Patreon. Um, yeah, and there's like you a ton of benefits huge to joining. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's huge, huge and red. it's red. Shut up. <laughs> red Please rocket. Please come touch Anyways. my big red bar. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, if you do join Patreon, also, though, we have a bunch sorry. of very cool benefits. <laughs> a lot, including a class that we're going to have again this month. And this class is going to be a kitchen witchery class taught by laurel woodward the author of kitchen witchery one of my favorite correspondence books in the whole yes, world so I'm if you are excited about it a kitchen witch or aspiring kitchen witch the whole I world recommend wow. checking in to this class because it's gonna be amazing and it's available library tiering up um, and if you miss a class, it will be posted to Patreon, hopefully with no technical difficulties this time. <laughs> but we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a good class. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we hope to see you guys there. And for everybody who has supported the Patreon or plans to in the future, thank you. We literally could not do this without you. Yeah, could not. <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, every week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how you can utilize that in your magical practice. So that being said, the closest one to today at which this this episode will be released is on February 20th. It is the new moon in Pisces. Uh, I love new moons in Pisces. If you are a longstanding listener of the podcast, you would already know that. <laughs> uh, Pisces in general Pisces moons are really good about intuition our higher selves receiving messages from guides or spirit communication especially in the form of dream work uh, new moons in Pisces I feel like are a really good way to start utilizing um, kind of this communication uh, with new connections so perhaps you're somebody who's never tried to do something like a spirit guide meditation or you're first getting into communications like via dream work or similar this is a really good time to utilize that and actually that being said um this weekend so on the 19th of this mm -hmm. month so the for the new moon <laughs> Um, Patreon members are we are doing a spirit guide meditation group spirit guide meditation so if you can join us for that great if you can't join us for that but you are a Patreon member in the discord it will be linked 
for you to do it on your own at another time. So mm-hmm. this would be a really good time to do something like that. That's yeah. And actually, awesome. we're going to have a Pisces new moon ritual too on the Discord. So it's gonna be good. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's fun. Yeah. I really two very different departments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robin does the meditations um, and I do the rituals and sometimes we switch off depending. <laughs> but um, yeah, I also like, I think Pisces is like, I love how it follows Aquarius. You know, Aquarius is very hard, artsy fartsy. And I feel like Pisces is mm-hmm. also very artsy fartsy because Pisces deals with a lot of inspiration. And I think involving mm-hmm. inspiration in your dream work to start feeling inspired again especially you know it's still winter (laughs) we're kind of like trying really hard to get to spring and it can leave us like Mm -hmm. feeling very uninspired and just like eager to you know for this new season to come up so I really think using dream Mm -hmm. magic to help find new sources of inspiration is a very great idea and that's actually what we're going to be doing for the new moon ritual we're going to create like little dream pillows so (gasps) that's so cute (laughs) <laughs> I thought that's so. so cute. Oh my gosh, that's really Thank fun. You. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> So if you just joined us for this episode or haven't listened to other episodes so far this season, in lieu of choosing a card and discussing it like we have been doing, we're instead going section by section in the tarot and discussing them like the major arcana, the minor arcana, and then we're moving on to the different suits, the aces, ones, and so on. I think it's a fun idea it will help people learn more to understand tarot on a deeper level and help you learn a little bit more but anyways so this week we are discussing the cups in tarot so the cups relate to the element of water which means it deals with emotions the beauty in our lives and the world around us self-care and our relationships um i feel that when a card cup pops up in a reading before you start really diving into what it means like i think looking at the imagery and like considering Mm -hmm. how it makes you feel this is because you know emotions as i said play such a major Mm. role in the suit it shows us how we feel at our highest lowest and even when things are a tad bit complicated or surreal you know as as a creative person i also think the cup shows us how we can approach what we find beautiful even how we deal with like the more bittersweet tragic beautiful moments in life and how that beauty and how that beauty makes us feel and ultimately how it inspires us or doesn't it's like going into an art gallery you know some pieces make you happy and feel joyful others sad and others <laughs> Exactly. And then some might even make you feel jealous because, you know, that particular artist is so amazing. You can also describe Mm -hmm. how you view your own art. Like, are you proud of it? Are you disappointed? Or has the recognition that you have received for your art been ultimately fulfilling? Um, We can also look at the cups and judge how we are like taking care of ourselves emotionally through self-care. You know, they ask us Mm. to honor our feelings, spend some time out of our shells with some friends, sit with our tough emotions. And when it's time to go ahead and head a different direction and how important it is to actually focus on our ultimate happiness. Um, 
And of course, we cannot leave out how relationships also play a major role into this card. It's easy to think that they're only for romantic love, but not really. Like, it's any sort of relationship can be displayed in the cards, you know, like even the relationship we have with ourselves. They show mm-hmm. the like ups and downs in relationships, the new relationships, the losses, and when we have to walk away from someone or something we love so we can reconnect with ourselves. So, yes. The cups show you how to keep that emotional cup full so you can lead, lead a happier and more fulfilling life. So how do you view the cups, Robin? I mean, really, I don't have very much to add. I will say that I think that because cups do deal with water, I think that this suit is a really good reminder that just like water, um, just because it's there doesn't mean our perception of it is real. Um, it's kind of like that expression, your feelings are valid, but that doesn't mean they're true. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we might see water and it you know, looks as though it's moving one direction, but really that's just the wind and the surface and it's actually moving in a completely different direction um, mm-hmm. with light refractions and stuff like that. Water might look like it's very deep and it's actually like ankle high. These sort of things are all based in perception. And so I think that the suit of cups is a really good reminder that these might be our feelings and our emotions, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that those feelings and emotions are always correct. (laughs) I love that thought. That's very. Thank you. I've got a very. I've never heard it described that way. It's very good. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I know, right? Thank you for your unique perspective, Robin. So, since we are slowly but surely the leading season one of Coffee and Cauldrons, (laughs) because guys, guys, (laughs) it needs to be updated, and yeah, but. As we've said, like, if you want to find it later, maybe we'll put it on the Patreon. So you like if you're on the Patreon, you're more than welcome to listen to the very mm-hmm. beginnings of and Cauldrons. But anyways, we thought we would introduce ourselves. So, Robin. It's been a minute. Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? Hi. I'm a human. Um, I am, I'm Robin, obviously Robin Valentine. I am the annoying half of this podcast, as our lovely reviewers like to remind me. Thank you all. Love you so much. Kiss you on the lips. Um, I am a folk witch and yeah and a professional tarot reader so for those of you who don't listen to the podcast regularly or i don't know maybe missed it my day job is i read for hotlines i am vibing as a miss cleo without all the scam artistry (laughs) Uh, i have not watched that documentary yet but i'm sure it will give me a migraine Um, but yeah i work as a professional psychic for a handful of hotlines i when we started this podcast uh tired witch was a store which i do intend to open again someday i actually have Mm -hmm. a few plans for that but 
but presently it got put on hold because I had a baby. Uh, the I just never baby. reopened it. They're going to be two this year, which is psycho. Um, yeah, and I'm a, I'm a folk witch. So I practice an eclectic form of witchcraft that is all based in folk practices. So mm-hmm. I am a death worker. Um, for those of you who know a little bit about my practice, I work with the dead. I work with spirits, the archetype of death. Uh, death in a literal sense in my personal practice that comes in the form of Santa Muerte. I am a mixed race individual. I am obviously white. Anyone with eyeballs can see that. (laughs) Uh, But I am half Mexican. And if you um, saw my family, then you would go, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, these things all come out for me. So I do primarily work as a death worker, but I also um, do a lot of folk practices that are rooted in both like the white half of my family and the Latin half of my family. And it's something that I am very proud of. What about you, Maria? You should be. <laughs> so oh, and I would say I... too, I've also been doing this wait, for like wait. 20 years now. I realized that the other day. Oh, because my twenty-year. We'll go over when we started. We'll yeah, because we'll... I was gonna say I realized <laughs> that my twenty-year class reunion is approaching, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about yourself, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> so I am Maria. I am a home hearth practical magic hedge witch. <laughs> so, and but I don't <laughs> limit oh, my. <laughs> Because <laughs> I really like practical, you know, spells. Yeah, and, like, no, no, I, stuff, it's so. not. That wasn't a dig. That was a giggle. <laughs> and that's a bomb movie. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't limit to myself to just that. Like that's what I am mainly because I am home a lot, and my whole thing is like creating a very magical household and a magical life for me and my family. Um. But as I said, I love practicality when it comes to spell work and making it beautiful, even if, mm-hmm. it, even if it's like raw and imperfect. And I like to use whatever I have on hand, especially na- working with native plants and even invasive plants, basically whatever <clears throat> is growing in the area that I'm in. So I'm working He's with personal the- forager. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, collecting um, my own herbs and plants is like very important to me. And I love it, especially since I do not have a green thumb. I am not a green witch because I cannot keep a plant alive to save my life besides my hydrangeas, which are thriving. <laughs> but anyways, um, I... I do read tarot just like Robin does, but I only do so occasionally on our Discord. And but I mainly just do video videos for like different types of companies, um, witchy companies like for Tamed Wild. So you probably have seen my videos on Tamed Wild if you follow them at all. And but yeah. Um Oh no. As for like things that I work with, I work with spirits and I work with my ancestors and I also work with Greek deities, mainly at the moment Hecate, Persephone, and Hestia. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> I'm a boring mom witch. There we go. 
to sum it up. <laughs> to, to give it a short summary. <laughs> um, but yeah. So wh- how did you get started in witchcraft? <laughs> Actually, this, this, last weekend, this last weekend, I went to my hometown with my husband and child. And we went to the outlet mall that I got my first tarot deck at and I thought that was super funny so that's just like a side little anecdote but I was raised in a paranormal positive household does that lucky I was in a PPH (laughs) Um, and I was raised in this household where things like um superstition ghosts um uh things that like my my mother and and, like grandmother and stuff would definitely never call it witchcraft but it was all like superstition like for example like my grandmother has sent and has like gotten like gone to mexico for cleansings and stuff like that Mm -hmm. my book came out and i had the little blurb in the back about being raised by two witches she was like i'm not a witch and then she's like well i guess there are things like it was really funny um it was really really funny it was very sweet uh we love stella i was i was just raised in this kind of environment where it's not that witchcraft was by any means something that was practiced in our household but mm-hmm. it was a part of regular enough conversation that I was I felt safe to explore those things at a pretty young age um, and so I did and so I got into witchcraft when I was like 13 or 14 and I actually think it's an interesting thing to discuss is that you know people in our community are really dismissive of young people getting into witchcraft at a young age and counting those years as being a practicing witch. But mm-hmm. it's like if somebody was baptized when they were a baby and took first communion and when they were six, does because they were six and took first communion, are they not a practicing Christian? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I just think it's a silly little difference that we make. Anyway, so I, I got into it pretty, pretty young and I've been practicing in a real structured sense since I was like, I don't know, 18 or 19. Uh, mm-hmm. And I am now in my mid 30s. So it's been a minute. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> so I've been practicing witchcraft for almost 22 years now. Um, I was 13 when I started calling myself a witch. And like, <laughs> we were talking about cringy, like beginner witch stories, but I was definitely influenced by movies like The Craft and Practical Magic. And Mm-hmm. I was so elated to find out there were people out there who did practice witchcraft. Yeah, it wasn't like some grand cinematic display of power, but it still called to me. Um, so, like, I really I dug into any book I could find, which was hard because I lived on a military base in Germany most of my childhood mm-hmm. and teen years. So all I had was the books, like, on the witch trials in the library and, like, a single six-shelf bookshelf in the book section of the store Um, Mm -hmm. but I read anything I could get my hands on literally anything I tore up those Salem witch trial (laughs) books and and like (laughs) any new 
book that appeared on the new age shelf i was digging into even if it didn't resonate with me um we didn't have the internet for like the longest time when i was growing up because it was very expensive in germany and so i didn't know and that. When we did have it yeah i didn't have well, even when we did have it, i didn't have access to it because my parents wouldn't let me use it so i was like forced to do something many new witches now don't do right from the get-go which is i had to forge my own path and connect with the earth outside of instructions mm-hmm. outside the instructions of books and you know practice in a way that wasn't the self-imposed task i had to do every day you know i was just a witch no matter what um but living in germany was ridiculously like it's literally like living in a fairy tale it is so beautiful it's so easy to connect with the land and feel magical and all the all-powerful witch when you're outside like in the forest roaming through the hills and stuff like that so <laughs> it was very nice right. and <laughs> my parents like unlike robins like they weren't very spiritual in any sense i was baptized mormon when i was little but we left the church soon after that my mom was like baptized okay we're good now we can leave <laughs> but um <laughs> we're getting into heaven but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I never felt connected with anything like dealing with that. So I feeling that connection to witchcraft was very, very, I'm glad that I found it because it was definitely it called to me. Um, but I will say I like I didn't start using my practice to my actual benefit like I still practice and had a steady craft, but until mm-hmm. I turned 30, literally like the day that I turned 30, it was like a spark, a spark ignited in my soul. The moment that I opened my eyes that very morning, you know, I just wanted to be happy and like live life to the fullest. I realized my practice um, could be very superficial and ultimately unhelpful. And I wanted to feel comfortable in my own skin. And I used my practice practice to do so so I like I went through this like major massive upheaval like I made huge changes in my boundaries and looked deeply at the ways that I've personally been toxic even in my magic and reflected on why I crave drama within and outside of myself and I worked on my so I worked on my self-confidence especially how it came to how I felt about my body and yeah just using my practice a way in a way that made me more whole within myself now 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 my life and practice are like far from perfect but now i know how to work on it and i have the tools but yeah that is my past (laughs) um what she's trying to say guys is that maria is actually super dramatic um and she's worked on it but she's still working on it and we're so proud of her anyway now it's boring i'm very boring but it's fine we love boring (laughs) boring is good there's nothing wrong with boring (laughs) but then what now like four five years ago we met Mm -mm, more than that dude it is been almost six years crazy isn't that psycho that is bananas So bananas. Uh, Maria and I both started up our social media accounts at a similar time in the same like month. Yeah. Probably. And then I like I slipped into Robin's DMs and was like, hey she mama. She was so obsessed with me. It was disgusting and desperate. And I was like, Maria, get a grip. 
please i'm a married woman okay <laughs> and like, she was like i don't care you're so beautiful and hot and i was no, like okay. it was that prayer photo in the in the ferns the prayer photo you know what i'm talking about <laughs> well, i know exactly what photo you're talking about she's obsessed <laughs> with me it's really sad guys um really really sad uh i totally get it obviously i'm irresistible <laughs> <laughs> no, it started really, our friendship started was because when I started a s- social media, I really wanted to have a place where people who had been doing it for a while could contribute thoughts and ideas. Like I wanted, I didn't want a magazine, but I wanted to do like an online exchange forum, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Um, so discord. I'm aging myself. Be, I'm, I'm aging myself by being like a forum. Um, and I like had expressed that, and Maria and I started talking about it, and then we just built a friendship. Mm-hmm. And then what? Like two or three years later, we started our Patreon because we were both overwhelmed with DMs. And <laughs> oh yeah, so overwhelmed with DMs. Like so we were always asked, you know. Yeah, this was like during the heyday of like Instagram when it was really Instagram. easy to build yeah. a witchy oh, community. <laughs> I was getting at that point. I was getting. I had half the followers I have now. Mm-hmm. But I was getting like four times the DMs every day. It was overwhelming, like <laughs> overwhelming in a massive way. Yeah, it was so like 50 to 100 messages per day. A day. Like it was mm-hmm. insane. Uh, so we started our Patreon so that way we could answer a lot of these big questions without having to like individually answer them, uh, which was good. Like that was really fun. Mm-hmm. is really fun we still have our patreon obviously <laughs> and then we started our podcast because yeah. we just thought it would be fun to do that it was right right before covid started covid hadn't even started yet it was right before covid the lockdown started probably by like a month um which ended up being great timing for us <laughs> um because then we were in lockdown and we could work on our podcast <laughs> there was nothing oh i was already home all of the time so <laughs> yeah but but yeah it, it just made it a whole was, lot easier to yeah, work out was, the kinks was, get past that first season <laughs> yeah it really did um <laughs> Yeah, but so flash fun. forward four years, nearly four years, um, mm-hmm. we're still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three three years? Yeah, three I, years. Yeah, because yeah, we're years. on season three, right? Oh my god, my memory is like no, garbage right four. now. Oh, okay, so it's been four years. Four years on the podcast. So three, three years working on our fourth year. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> crazy absolutely fucking crazy um yeah so here we still are and and we built like an amazing community of witches and of activities and stuff like that so it's so funny when we first started patreon our discord was like really bare bones and there was a we had like a dozen patrons at that time who were in the discord and they were all Mm -hmm. incredible we still have some of them in the discord now (laughs) Yeah, or I still follow them on Instagram. And some of them have loved us, and I yeah, miss them yeah. so much. <laughs> Come back to us. Yeah, but same. they were amazing um, humans and are amazing humans. Yeah, we had this like bare bones Discord that was literally like general chat, 
and like <laughs> questions and like that was it and now the discord is like this massive situation with like 15 different sections and we have events that we hold like five times a month and like there's all this shit happening now that like didn't exist back then and it's just so funny to think about how much everything has grown and how mm-hmm. like we've both kind of been constantly trying to expand stuff and make it better I don't know mm-hmm. I'm really proud of it I am too yeah <laughs> yeah overall i'd say it's something that we're both super proud of um it's grown into this amazing thing and we've both also really grown and developed as witches even more so in our practices in this time and i think that i don't know it's all something we're super proud of and so if this is the first episode that you are tuning into uh welcome we're glad to have you we love you we're glad you're here and we hope that you know you stick with us So, Robin, what is stirring your cauldron this week? First of all, thank you so much for asking. You're um, so welcome. This is totally not witchy related at all, but I went away for the weekend with my family and it was so freaking good. I know last episode we talked about how it was my anniversary and how much I love Valentine's Day. We went away for five days to go see our extended other family, our like chosen family, and it was great. We had a date night. My husband and I, our, the baby stayed with their not grandma, grandma. And it was great. We had such a good time and I like really needed the restart. So that's stirring my cauldron. That's probably going to keep me going. For the- Honestly, <laughs> I think for that's like- pretty, pretty magical. Like just like doing stuff with your spouse and just taking a break from you know being wanted and needed all the time like you know kids do tend to it make us feel so good we went to our favorite restaurant in san francisco without a baby oh 12 out of 10 i could have stayed there for five hours just eating like the little i forget what they're called the little they're like little seaweed balls they're so good um <laughs> It was amazing. I My husband spilled his water down the front of him because he poured water, like, went to take a sip, but the cup was, like, an inch or two away from his mouth. Um, I choked on some kale. It was a 10 out of 10 time. I had a blast. Well, he was just so, trying to... Oh, you guys were alone, so he was just trying to reenact a 90s music video for you, so it would do something for you. And then he tried so. to eat an entire pad of butter, so it was, like, all in all, just, like, a great trip. It was really good. We got little cute little bracelets with our initials on it, which was so fun. That oh, is... Was a little, I, yeah, you a little got the first Forever bracelets, right? Yeah, we got the the permanent fuse bracelets. Are you going so to charm cute. them? Yeah, we got. I got, look. I got a little F on it for Frank. Oh no, I um, meant like magically charm them. Are you going to like oh, charm them magically? Like charm them, charm them. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I should. That's a good yeah. idea. Wow, a fun. real life genius she is. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I try. <laughs> but no, that yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. My it was so fun and so needed. <laughs> <laughs> So, Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron this week? 
let me tell you, because it's definitely not, <laughs> it is not <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, um, you know, my wife and I work from home, which our home is far away from anything within walking distance that we love. And I go through periods where I absolutely loathe it, especially, you know, as a witch, like I love my house. I really do. But I think winter cabin fever is finally getting to me like a lot. And it is making me long for how easy it was to get to places in Germany just by walking. There was almost always like a cafe in the villages and tons of hiking trails or places to explore. If your village didn't have these things, it would be like a quick bus ride or a train away. Um, like if you don't live stateside like american towns are set up to make people get cars and drive long distances to use gas and even like a lot of cities are unwalkable here i live yep. in most I cities live- are unwalkable yeah and i live like near columbia south carolina and they like to call themselves a small town city and it is unwalkable like it's not a small town at all in my personal opinion like unless you stay on the main strips but I wish I could go to like my favorite cafe every day to like study my witchy books and do work and then go to my favorite walking trail every day just to connect with mama earth and you know the funny thing is if I lived closer to those things they would still not be walkable and I would still have to take a freaking car and I hate that and like (laughs) (laughs) I'm blaming this all on my Sagittarius moon because I get so claustrophobic (laughs) so easily by being stuck in the same place for too long. And I just, I, I just, I want to go out and do things and, you know, live that witchy city ish life. That's still like on the edges of nature that you see in like TV shows and stuff, which is not actually usually attainable. So that's where (laughs) I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's reasonable yeah (laughs) take me back germany take me back (laughs) they said no (laughs) i know so rude If you've just started following us this week, every week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. These are not advertisements. These are just people that we have organically found that we think are pretty neat. This season, we've opened it up so that way you, the listener, can send us suggestions of people that you think are neat. And while we aren't promising that every suggestion sent to us will be shared here on the podcast, what we can promise is that if we happen to see it at the same time that we are going to record and that uh, we love it and we've got space for it, that we are going to do our best to share as many as possible. So that being said, Maria, who are you digging right now? I am loving Art of Stephanie Marie, and they are on Instagram as well as TikTok. And they just have these beautiful, like, watercolor, like, witchy um, art pieces that are so cute. It reminds me of, like, a children's book or even, um, like, a cartoon. But it's, like, so whimsical and so cute and, like... I just want to live in them, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just mm-hmm. really cute, and I highly recommend checking out the stuff. Like the watercolor is so stunning, and I don't know, it's just freaking adorable. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the, the creator I like right now, actually, somebody I know shared to their stories, and I immediately was like, who? They're called Santia Gog. Go Gogdon? I'm definitely I'm definitely pronouncing that incorrectly. Oh my god, it's Santiago. <laughs> oh my god, it's Santiago. Shut up, Robin. I'm listen, you guys, I'm really pretty. I don't know need need to know how to read. Anyway, Santiago. I'll I'll put the in the caption. As always, there will be the their social media handle. But they're an artist out of Portland, a tattoo artist who does these really like super delicate fine line like tattoos that are all at least in my opinion like whimsically witchy inspired as well and i think mm-hmm. they're so beautiful oh i God, think I so too i, I not, really like I those types i believe that i said santia <laughs> god what well, if this in, is my last in your, <laughs> in, in, in your defense, I mean, seeing all of it put together looks very strange because it's like oh mis- my god. What if this was my stuff, last so. straw? Like, what if this was it? Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> I am completely obsessed with their work. It's just such fine line work that I am already just like really obsessed with and it's gorgeous. So Santiago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you would like to put me on your books, <laughs> let me know, baby. Uh, who is our <laughs> listener pick this week? It is FNK Designs, and it's like a beautiful, mm. like, witchy, well, kind of witchy artist. I need to bring it up. <laughs> I was looking at yours. <laughs> um <laughs> But it's also, I think it's also watercolor. I might be wrong, but it's like super colorful and pretty. And like Mm -hmm. they have like different like moon photos and they Mm -hmm. do different plants and all that. It's just really pretty. I I have a thing for watercolors right now. So yeah, no, I'm super into all this stuff. A very good listener pick. Yes, a very, very good listener. Instant pick, so. follow. Thank you. Thank you for sending that <laughs> to us. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that we will see you again next week on February 24th. We will be having another full length episode since our last uh, main episode had to be postponed to this week due to personal emergencies. Uh, We will be joined by a special guest on that day. You can keep an eye out on our Instagrams or our Twitter. You can follow us on on either uh, as well when we also have Facebook sorry I'm like all over the place about these social medias we have all the social medias you can find all of these by heading to our website coffeeandcauldrons.com which has all of them linked as well as uh, our Patreon which is now in a big red bar to be able to find on our website <laughs> on February 25th for author Laurel Woodward on a class with kitchen witchery for the library tier and up. If you miss it, it will be available, God willing, (laughs) Uh, a couple days after the class. So you can still watch it even if you can't physically attend the class. Mm -hmm. 
So, and then additionally, our Patreon Magical Beginnings offers like a special 25 minute part two episode and a huge library of articles about witchcraft, a Discord community full of fun events like the class and discussions. And we even have a tier that offers one-on-one conversations with Robin and myself. And please, if you are loving our sexy, sensual, beautiful voices, take a moment to review us on whatever streaming service that you are tuning in from, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We love reading your reviews, and even if you don't leave us a review, rating us with five stars helps us to be seen by others. Thank you for everybody who already has reviewed us and everyone who will review us in the future. We very much so appreciate you. Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from At a Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Maria from At Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Ready? ready? (laughs) One, two, three. three.